All right, guys, big episode of the Nordeast Podcast. We debate Amazon Prime's new projects, talk across the Spider-Verse. We deep dive Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and we rewatch the Coen Brothers classic, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Here we go. And here we go on Ordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Uh, really well. Superbly. How are you, man? Hey, it's good. We had a great first episode this week. So everyone go back, check that out. We broke down the historic Vikings uh, win, which was the biggest comeback in the 102-year history of the NFL, which is really cool. We talked about the World Cup, the Wild, the Wolves, the Twins, all over the place. It was a great episode. It really was. Yeah. So go check that out. And then also, guys... Since it's the holiday season and you want to do something nice for us, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from. Get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Hell yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Also, for Christmas, tell a family member about the Nordy's Podcast. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be with them anyways. You're going to need conversation, like topics to bring up. Hey, do you listen to podcasts? Oh, man, these guys. I tell you what, they're the best. Boom. Or I use our takes. It. Using our takes works, too. I know. Do that. All right, guys. What are you guys drinking tonight? I'm back at where I was earlier. I'm drinking Circular Thoughts, a double dry hop New England-style triple IPA by Modest and Blackstack. It's a 10 percenter. I'm going to be slurring my words by the end of this thing. Are That's you, your uh, second yeah, one. Yeah, by the time we get to Old Brother, just watch out. Um, yeah. Is that your first or second? Second. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm drinking Celebration because it's my favorite like winter beer ever. I always have it stocked. I actually have two 12-packs in my fridge right now. I just cracked them. It's beautiful. Celebration from Sierra Nevada. It's like a tradition, dude. Nice. I'm drinking uh, the second of the uh, Before I Die Lagers from Surly. Uh, just hoping the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die. Mm, I do, too. It's actually it's actually a pretty drinkable beer, Um and it was on super sale for like seven bucks. It was six ninety nine for a four pack. Nice. Not bad. Oh, I would grab two. That's beautiful. All right, guys. Time to start. Do we care? And this week, there's only one place for us to start, and that's with Amazon Prime. They're doing <laughs> question all mark? Time. Question what? mark? Yeah. What? Um, lots of stuff from Amazon Prime this week. Lots of announcements as they are trying to remake every famous video game series ever mm-hmm. into a live action show. Uh, first up, they're going to be doing a live action God of War. What does this do for you guys? So the tr- it's going to be so funny. So many of these shows are in production. Like we, The Last of Us at HBO, and then we got God of War coming. And yeah, there's a bunch. I don't know. I think it might be cool. It'd probably be kind of cheesy. Do you guys play these games, feel, like these God of War games? I, have I feel like this is... swears by it. Yeah. I, I think the game is fun. I feel like this is just low-hanging fruit by Amazon that they're going to make um, a semi-respectable knockoff yeah. of the game throw in some cool set pieces but not really like give credence to the story a la like this is just going to be another like lord of the rings it's going to look great yeah um you think things things are going to other pieces are going to suffer significantly mm. do you think at amazon there's like they're like guys i have a great idea okay we're going to make god of war uh another video game show and then they're like one person who's like god uh, what video game show has ever done well? No one ever watches them. They always are bad. Look at Halo that came out earlier this year. It was stupid. No yeah, one watched it. but everybody watched it. No, it did well. They're making more. 
all, that's the point. All of these shows, they're Witcher, so terrible. Witcher's from a video yeah. game. It's doing well. And they're like, shut the hell up, Bryce. We're making God of War. Like, you know, I, I don't understand who these are for, who these shows are well, for. Well, they're for us. We're going to watch all of it, even if it's bad. That's the thing, because we're sold on the IP. We're way more into the IP than you realize. We're going to watch these things. They're going to make that one, the the PlayStation game. They're making that one. Uh, oh, uh, Metal the, Gear, Gear Solid. Uh, yeah, they're making that for sure. Yeah, they're making a bunch. Yeah. Oh, they're crazy. Well, I how they're good. Jimbo, we haven't seen Jimbo. really come out yet. Hitman. How did, Hitman. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Hold on one second. What's how that? did Uncharted do? Like, did you finish that? No. No, I couldn't get through 15 minutes of that movie. It was so uh, Did you watch World of Warcraft? I did watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you watch. did. Of course. <laughs> did you watch, it was, I liked did you watch Hitman? Was it Hitman? Yeah. Uh, no, no, that movie sucks. Nobody too. did. What about Assassin's Creed? They're making. Oh my God! Do you remember Eric? You, I was Eric, like, Oh, they're making that. They did make it with my. Yeah, they hold on. Better. They did, and it was fast bone. Eric had a fast boner at the time, right? And I think that was the last. That was the last of it because he was dead after, after, that. after that, and so did his career. Then he made the snow. Then he made the snowman after that. Yeah, and I'm serious. I, oh he made God, the movie The Snowman. Yeah, brutal, brutal. There's like two video game series that I can't believe haven't been made into something. Um, maybe three. I'm going to actually say three that they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they also did Sonic. They're doing Mario. Yeah. Every video game is getting one. Right. The three that I'm shocked we haven't got something for. How is there not a Netflix Mega Man show? Yeah, there needs to be a Netflix Mega Man show. Mega Man with a gun sure. arm and the robot dog. That'd be sweet. Um, two, uh, the one I've been pushing for years, uh, Red Dead Redemption. What a what a story. It kind of Would already is a movie. I mean, yeah, so a Western? It. Yeah, the, the game is pretty much a yeah. movie. Yeah, are you really that excited for a Western series? You're right. Ryan's right. Dude. Come on. Finally, what what about, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, mm. What's the most famous game? Rockstar Games. Call of Duty? Oh, Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto. How's yeah. there not a Grand Theft Auto like it would be so serious. bad, but honestly, when they do it, and they will, the Grand Theft Auto movies will somehow be PG thirteen, <laughs> and they'll make them like Fast and the Furious for fucking twenty five years. I think that they should do Grand Theft Auto Lego like <laughs> movie, <laughs> R rated, dude. It's just all a joke, though. Oh, no, like it's God. it's like PG, but it's just making Seth fun Rogen needs to make. So that. Anyway, anyways, this is brilliant. Uh, God of War, I don't care. Okay. Don't care. And Ryan... I don't trust, I don't trust, I don't trust HBO or uh, sorry, Amazon prime. Like if this was going to be HBO is like, we're bringing in James Gunn to direct and he's going to do a God. Of, you know what I mean? Like just some big name that would be attached to the project. Right. I would totally trust it a lot more, especially having seen what they've done with the last of us, but I don't really trust anything that Amazon studios does. Um, I agree. I agree. So I am kind of curious who, who's going to, Take this role though. I got a list. Okay, here. I have my pick. The number one on this list, Triple H. Right? He can't. No, act. he, he can't doesn't act. have to act. Do you ever watch the video game? He goes, "Boy, get over here, shoot that." But he shit, talks a boy. lot though. I'm disappointed <laughs> in you. Yeah, dude. How about Tom Hardy? Obviously, obvious choice, right? Tom Hardy. Okay. I always cast Tom Hardy, but this time it actually makes sense. Tom Hardy just doesn't make movies anymore, does he? <laughs> I really don't know. I don't know what he does. He he here's, means here's my pick competitions before... in Brazil. That's literally what he's up to right now. After you give your uh, uh, dead dead spin list, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna give you the real person who I think should do this. Okay, and he's gonna look. He's gonna have to look weird doing it, but I think it's Christopher Highview who played Tormund Giant Spain 
oh. on Game of Thrones, and I think he's got the perfect voice for it. Might have to might have to do some roids to get up, get the body up oh, and into the, where he's it needs to be. He's already doing the roids. He'll just do more roids. It's fine. I yeah. love that actually. So, They'd have to dye his beard, you know, black or whatever. But I have actually one last cast, and Eric, I want you to look right at that uh, Ryan's camera. Uh-huh. I want Ryan Barter to be our next God of War. Look at he's already got the look, baby. Yes. <laughs> you need one red stripe, and you're you're it. And some tats, I, and some fake tats. Let's yes. do it. Oh, I'm gonna it. Go with uh, Let's be real. Yeah. Let's, we've wasted time. It's been fun. This is gonna blow like really bad. Give me Batista. That's what I want. All right. Um, Amazon is also doing a live action uh, Warhammer series. I don't think we have time to talk about this. Well, the only it's funny thing is Henry Cavill is involved, and he's just had a hell of a week. First, DC tells him, "You're back. We want to make more movies." He announces it in October. It's a big deal. And then James Gunn gets hired. They talk. It doesn't work out. They fire him. So, and then he lost his Witcher role because to Liam fucking Hemsworth, which is horrible. Yeah. So he's just had a weird time, and now he's announcing this. Uh, Warhammer man, did you guys ever play this shit? No. Never- and he's he talks about like I've been trying to get this on screen for forty years. Like, uh, well, really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so, he, every every project he has is like, I know everything about this IP, and it's so special to me, The Witcher, and it's it's like so important. It gets done right, and I take it so seriously, and then I'm going to just leave. <laughs> it's like, dude, I, I'm not really interested in any Henry Cavill projects. I'm sorry. Dude. I, I think we could all He's collectively like nice say guy. we don't care about we don't care about Warhammer at all. I don't care about Warhammer 100%, and I really don't care about Henry Cavill's next project. I'm sorry. Agreed. All right, uh, also sticking with Amazon um invincible season two is coming to amazon prime as well hell yeah this one i'm excited about invincible season one was great ah it really was so fun i mean definitely ups and downs it wasn't the most consistent maybe this season will be like they got some stuff figured out even but i really loved it and when it was intense it was like edge of my seat like holy fuck it was good leave this shit so what a great show can't wait for the next season i don't know why it's taken this long all right so it's pretty much a bit at this point on here that when i have something that we're going to talk about that jim connects all the dots and gets there first so we mm. were going to go into a whole james gunn he's going to be writing the next superman film henry cavill's out he's following ezra miller and gal gadot out the door as well yeah. it's a total reboot in the dc universe and i think this is the correct on every front i we've talked about this quite a bit but it's, it's got to be done they had to clean house well i they think to... i think ezra miller was a absolute uh no-brainer <laughs> yeah whatsoever which like that's done if he if he has a good relationship with dc and so does like that other dude that played the you know half robot guy or whatever, cyborg he yeah. had a huge problem if, if they got along maybe things would be different um but with them out just scrap the whole thing and guess what Jason Momoa is still waiting for his pink slip. He needs to get it as well. Um, they need to clean house. They, they really do. This well, they can't. It'll be they the can't. most pointless release of all time because it's going to lead to nothing. Um, I feel like they should just release it streaming. I mean, it's a, it's so weird at this point. Well, and Aquaman 2 is done, right? And they're just in like, yeah, post. Right. So, so they can't, they can't fire. Yeah. Well, no, they, yeah, they can't fire Momoa before that comes out. You know what I mean? Like, that's not that's not going to go well. Be like, well, you're fired. Can you go on the press junket and be cool? And, right. You know, and have and a great stuff, time so. and bring the energy for the reporters. He's got to know that that's happening. Oh, the, I mean, the There's writing's no on the wall for sure. But, but he, actually, honestly, his movie's his first movie's not bad. He's been good. So He's not horrible as Aquaman. I think the rest of the stuff around him was pretty poorly done. Um, but I think he wasn't bad as Aquaman overall. I would say he's better than... 
Henry Cavill was in Superman, especially in like Justice League. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we did get some cool trailers this week and some other things that are going to be coming out. Uh, one of which I know James uh, practically couldn't sleep because of this. Mm. We're getting a sequel to the movie Twister. <laughs> oh, you know, the, it's going to be bad and stupid, right? But it, 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 I do love the movie. I do love Twister so much. It's a very oh, it's a perfect movie. I've seen it so many times. Um, but then, you know. On cable. Bill Bill died. Bill Paxton, right? So he can't be back. Or is it Bill Paxton? Who's alive. in that one? I don't Jesus, remember. The same it's person. a Bill something. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I really love that movie. Like, great, great fucking movie. It's probably going to be bad. I don't know who's back. I just. Oh, yeah. dude, we also lost. We lost Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like, he can't be back as part of the Jesus, storm chasing they, team. They He's did out. not make this movie. This is actually like. Yeah. This sounds kind of scary. Yeah. It's like the curse like the, of the movie. The actually. curse of the Twister movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all anyway, right, guys. I don't know. Don't care about this at all. Okay. Something that uh, maybe I'll care about <laughs> if you can sell me on. That's The Whale. The Whale mm. trailer drop. What the hell is The Whale and why should I care about it? So you guys know Darren Aronofsky, right? He did weird-ass movies, yeah. especially in the 90s. Um, Requiem for a Dream, right? Um, Black Swan. Yeah. I mean, dude, the guy's got talent. He's made weird movies that suck, too, like Mother with an exclamation point. You know, but he's got this new movie, The Whale. He's bringing back everybody's favorite, Brendan Fraser, George of the Jungle himself. And I love it. I think it's cool. His comeback is like complete and he's up for already the Golden Globe. So he will be for sure nominated, I believe, for an Oscar for this role. So pretty cool. Um, It looks like it's going to make me cry the whole time, which I don't want to do. But it looks great. It also like, looks. I want to see it. it. Also, it also looks. It also looks really boring. Really, I, dude. I watch boring movies. I watch the entire like um, Banshees of Inisherin with if you know the Oscar. Oh, it got all these Oscar but It was the most boring fucking movie. I couldn't believe it. Halfway through, I was like, "Oh my god!" So what, nothing's happening in this movie. So what makes you think that this is going to be any different? It's not. But I watch it anyways. But you know, I won't. I maybe won't. I'll say that. I think. I think the. Uh... Maybe it's a little bit cynical. I think the Brendan Fraser like comeback hype is a little bit overplayed. No, are you being negative? I'm sorry. Positive. No, but like I'm not being I'm not being negative about him. I'm just saying like just because he's in it and you know maybe he has a good performance. I don't know. It's got Max from um, Stranger Things in there as well as the whatever she is. Uh, That's kind of cool to see her get another role. um, Sadie shortly thereafter. Yeah. She she might be a big deal. She's a star. Um, I love it. I'm gonna see this movie eventually, right? When it's streaming, it's it's it looks, just like it looks. It's, cool. it's like I like the Brent Friend Fraser Renaissance. It's cool. It looks First like uh, what was the the Phantom Thread? Like yeah, it's Daniel Day Lewis and this Ooh, great director. That's and, one movie I can't bring uh, myself to try. Out. But but ultimately, it looks boring. Like because of that, you know. So anyway, I'm gonna fucking watch we'll that. I'm gonna text you, Ryan. I'm say like amazing. All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right, this is going to be crazy. HBO is canceling a bunch of shows, and they're also deleting shows from HBO Max. Ryan, you had a list for us. What shows can you no longer watch, and what ones are on the horizon for us to not be able to watch? So I don't, I don't know the exact date that they're going away, but it's going to be very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Raised by Wolves, nobody really watched that except me. Westworld, <laughs> which was a big show for an, a year, I maybe. Mean, for them to have um, spent, you know... $200 million on Westworld over the course of it. And four seasons. Or whatever. Yeah. And then just be like, no, you don't get to, it's nowhere to be found. I mean, you. Well, I wonder if like maybe the the points that they've got to pay AHOP, yeah. you know, on no, the back end of that thing is just. I guess They're, this yeah. is like a money saving deal. It's so weird. I've never heard of it. Head of the class. Never saw it. Time Traveler's Wife. Who gives a fuck? Legendary. <laughs> nobody cares. Finding Magic Mike, whatever. And then for you guys, this is the most heartbreaking one. 
they're ripping the rug out from underneath F Boy Island <laughs> permanently. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to announce that, guys. I think F Boy Island ripped the rug out from under itself with that season two. With season two, it was over. Season one, I was in, and then season two started, and I was like, oh, it's just the same cast. Hey, dude, I was Again. shopping for Gap clothes the other day, and that Asian dude popped up. The guy that was in both seasons. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, he is a model. He wasn't lying. Let's go. It was a pretty it was a pretty rough watch. I yeah. couldn't even get through a couple episodes. So for the F boy for the F boy island crew, get your get your rewatch in before it goes away. <laughs> for F boy island crew, you better you better take out the VHS and tape it off of your TV. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Um also guys, we got an Oppenheimer trailer, the new Chris Nolan movie coming out next July. Um, I heard a lot of like takes that people didn't think it looked great. Um, I think Chris Nolan deserves all benefit of the doubt at this point. Really, um, a lot of they didn't show they didn't show anything. People thought it was just looked meh. I don't know. I thought it looked cool. I I was like, man, it's impressive. Everything Chris Nolan does. TikTok beautiful. was like, it's mid, and so <laughs> what do you? Where are these? Yeah. Cite your sources that hated this trailer. I didn't see any of that. Uh, a couple things to point out. Um, apparently there's a large nuclear explosion scene. I, I would assume so. this is, we're talking about the, the building of the atomic bomb. Um, but Chris Nolan has said we didn't use any CGI for it. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. Um, maybe they killed a bunch of penguins on some Island, like actually detonating a bomb or they just like did something really small, but made it look big. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is cool. I'm I mean, very it's good intriguing, at that. Right. Um, and the other thing is I think Cillian Murphy uh, yeah. really pushing hard for like some sort of award. Yeah. I, I'm not. I don't know if this is going to be Academy worthy. Uh, but like the way he's kind of transformed his face, his voice, his like his speech, his dialect, everything seems like the this is the role I've been training for kind yeah. of thing. This is him. his big shot. Honestly, no one's ever given him a role like this. And I, I guess you know they just feel like we they oh he, he's been in all these movies. He's been in like every one. So well, he's the first phone call when Nolan's like, "I got a script." Yeah, he calls. It's like, well, you'll he calls be in it. Murphy. Yeah, he's pretty much like you know Sam Jackson is for Tarantino. It's like you got to be in it somehow. We'll figure it sure. out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is funny. And now I, I, it's I like a... giving him this big chance. Like, dude, I you've been yeah. awesome, and all these side parts, all you do is side parts. No one's going to give you a role like this. Bam. So let's hope he fucking earns it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it looks cool. Again, I don't think they showed much. I mean, other than like. I mean that's a that's a perfect first trailer from Nolan, like a voiceover yeah. with a couple cutscenes here and there that are like really spliced up and don't make sense. Honestly, who though, cares? Can I just say one thing about it? Like I'm not that excited about this movie. Like I wasn't that excited about the his it's a period movie. piece. You know, like yeah, it's a period piece. It's a historical thing. It's like I just don't get that hyped on it. If it was like literally like a bunch of random scenes that made no sense and half of them were like sci-fi and it was weird and ghosts and all this crazy shit. And then cut to black, I would be like unbelievably hyped. Like I just want some weird shit. So I don't know. No one's seen this movie yet. I can't wait to see it. But I just want like some of that earlier weirdness. He's doing like these kind of really more traditional stuff lately. So we'll see. Well, it's based on based on real content. As yeah, like go his, weird, man. His, I like a twist ending his, from you. I yeah. like like I don't know whatever. So it's all good. You um, want fiction? You it. want fiction? Not like not like historical fiction. There like, you go. It's it's based on of a thing, but like he takes some liberty. Yeah, he's like trying to be Spielberg at this point, and it's whatever. So, anyway, I'm excited. For it. <laughs> I don't want to shit. Can't think of one thing that he made that you didn't like. So. No, he made. I like everything he makes. 
But well, I like his like, earlier stuff that was weird better than his later I stuff think that's you're gonna watch this movie and you're going to be like, it wasn't perfect, but it was a 91. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he sounds like a, a spoiled <laughs> moviegoer that's like, ah, I wish you would just create something new. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> it is. I think it's original gonna, script. I think it's great. It's very cool. I think it's going to be a story that people don't, including us, don't know that much about. And so I think it's going to feel pretty crazy and pretty hectic like as we learn this story. Yeah, I mean, look, I watched and loved Chernobyl, and it's a similar... Sp- kind of vibe i feel like so uh, i i'll i'll love it but it, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like that but like more of like a like a spy kind of like deepest recesses of the government yeah like weird dark government programs and secret stuff you know i think it's gonna be fun it'll be cool i'll allow it if his next movie is a straight hardcore f- like fantasy just dragons and everything. Sci-fi. Give me the weirdest shit. Thank you. All right. Um, finally, we got a Spider-Man Across the Universe, whatever it's called, 2 trailer. Oh, God. Well, let's... Hold on, Eric. You said that very, like, flippantly. I don't Across think... Across the Spider-Verse or something. What's it called? No, but I don't... I, I, I think the way you said it makes it seem like you don't care about it at all, and that's just not the case. Yeah, give it give it the weight it deserves. I, guys, I just didn't know the name. I didn't know the name, so I just, like, went it's, out. It's Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, take it away. <laughs> spider-man movie some dumb spider movie yeah, yeah i don't i don't i guess i don't really know the name but i across the spider-verse or something it's gonna be awesome uh the first one was the best cartoon movie ever yes oh i love that i love that take from you because it's my take the well. best cartoon the best cartoon movie that's ever been made was was into the spider-verse yeah and i think it was so uh the right level like funny um scary sad like action everything like it was just the it was such a perfect it was movie. so funny too it reminds me it, it had like yeah. the tone of like guardians movies and it was just like yeah, yeah so good it was really well done um i think this one's gonna get really complicated i mm-hmm. think it's gonna i i've been watching rick and morty guys um yeah so i know i'm the last too. person of, of Rick and Morty and like I'm so late to the party I'm not even going to be able to better late than never I might do a rewatch on it for sure I mean I'm 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 on season six now I started like six weeks ago and I've watched all of it almost um and so I love Rick and Morty and the only reason I bring up Rick and Morty is because <laughs> Ryan's it, nice, dude. God, I fucking reason, love it I love it <laughs> the only reason I bring it up is because Rick and Morty is like this super complicated story right the story is so much more complicated than they even tell you that it is right yeah. So you know that they're talking about complicated subjects, but there's so many like things that are happening in the background mm-hmm. that are happening that you don't even realize and little connections and characters and interactions and comments. I think that Spider-Verse is going to be very similar to that mm-hmm. and that it seems like this like funny, silly movie, but the things that are happening in it are going to be all so interconnected and so smart um, and complex lead yeah. on a lot of like complicated wild goose chases across the internet where people are going to be speculating about these spider verse movies, yeah. the deeper that we go into it. And so I think that that is really brilliant and it makes me want to watch cartoons more, to be honest yeah. with you. Most cartoons are just stupid. And when someone can can like build a universe of cartoons with such precision that there's so many weird interconnections happening in the background, um, it really catches my interest. And so I'm going to compare Spider-Verse with Rick and Morty, and both are awesome. I like it. I got I like two wrecks. Can I just I say two. one thing Hold now on. that you were on this like philosophical level of animation? One thing that I've always thought, just quick, okay, Ryan, and then you go, okay? Check this out. My least favorite animation ever is the shit that doesn't even need to be animated. King of the Hill. 
That's a fucking sitcom. Just film it, dude. You don't even use, you don't even do flashbacks. You don't even do random chicken fights. And then on the very other end of that is Spider-Verse stuff. And so I love it. They use animation to the max, the wildest fucking shit, because why wouldn't they? So propane burns clean. Um, No, Um, I would say, Eric, I have two shows to recommend to you. One of them we've already talked about, Invincible. And two, Arcane. I don't know if you watched that sh- that animated show no. either. Arcane was if great. Top in, 20 show last year. If you're in the market for like better animated shows, I would start with Arcane. And then Invincible, I think, is a little bit lighter than that. Uh, but Arcane's pretty heavy. Um, secondly, I love the comparison to Rick and Morty with the time travel stuff because it's mm-hmm. it's intricately interwoven. And while it feels complex, there's always an, they, like Rick always has an answer for everything. And this is I'm not trying to make this about Rick and Morty, <laughs> but I wanted to I wanted to harken back as Eric was talking. I remembered when we first saw the first trailer for Into the Spider-Verse come out and we were all like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like we'd never seen anything like it. We thought. Our, I think our first initial reactions were, I've never seen anything animated quite like that, before, yep. which we had not. Like that was a very, that was a brand new like animation style, if you will. Um, and then when it eventually came out, it started getting like, it was like at 99 on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. for a long time. And then Jimbo, you said like you went to see it in theaters because it I was saw doing it tw- so well. I saw it twice in theaters, actually, yeah. Okay, sure. And I was just like, isn't that funny how like on this podcast we saw this random trailer for this random animated yeah. Spider-Man stuff from and we're Sony. like wow that looks different. Places. Sony's never made anything good. And then it blows up into this like just gigantic thing that is now going to be as Eric has said like compared to like Rick and Morty's like time travel, multi-dimensional universality. It's just kind of insane mm-hmm. from from where that was like 4 or 5 years ago when we first started talking about this as a I know. as a franchise. I know. It's insane. And I remember we saw stuff and then the movie came out way later too, but it's weird. They lowered the yeah. frame rate, right? I, so every frame is like so fucking cool that your mind just sees amazing images instead of like fluid motion and it's so amazing. I thought I was going to get a headache, like but Spider-Man. I love it. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. All right, it's time to move on to Hot Rex and Not Rex. Uh, we're going to start with a little bit of a holiday theme. I watched some of something and I feel like I've watched enough of it so far mm. that I can give you guys a hot wreck or a not wreck on what, it. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, what is this? Uh, hot wreck or a not wreck. Some of something. Oh, he, he, yeah, didn't, he didn't say what it was. He watched part of a show or something. Go, go, go. Part of a movie. I haven't finished it yet, but I feel like I've watched enough that I can give a wreck on it. Okay. 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 And that is spirited. Oh, really? Yes, I've watched about 75% of it so far. Spirited. It's a new version of uh, Christmas Carol, a mm-hmm. Christmas Carol. And it's um, Will Ferrell and it's Ryan Reynolds. It's like a modern take on a Christmas. And so far, I would say it is a not offensive uh, Christmas movie. And I mean, not offensive as in, I'm not really sure if it's a hot wreck or a not wreck. <laughs> it's just like, if you watched it, you wouldn't be sad you watched it, but I wouldn't go out of my way to run and watch it. Wow, It is a pretty funny movie. Uh, I think it's on Amazon and it's like pretty funny and it's a musical, which has really caught me off guard. I did not understand that it was a musical. Really? And I'm out. It's very clearly a musical. I mean, yeah, like, well, I even the cover is them dancing, like this, the posters, them like dancing. I mean, I literally didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, 
I would say that this is a great role, though, at this point of Will Ferrell's career, where he has faded from even, I believe, uh, comedy leading man Ooh. into uh, like a good number two in a funny movie. Um, as he's, he's like, kind he's of like got Bob hurt. Hope at this point that just like shows up and he's like the funny guy and does his thing and moves on. And he's just like, overall, I would say this movie is like a, a 60 for a Christmas movie. So okay. it's maybe slightly fresh. Wow. Spirited. What a review. Thank you for that. And <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even watch the whole thing. <laughs> Yet. Yet. I Yet. might. I might. Shit. <laughs> but hey, I, you, I like that you like, you know, we're up front with everybody. <laughs> All right. Uh, you need to be up front with us on if we should watch Black Adam. Oh, Black Adam, you guys. Um, it's bad. It's just bad. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I want, you know, it, it's one of those movies where a lot of these movies, they kind of get you in the first, like, act. And you're like, actually, I like some of this stuff. Ooh, that was cool. Like these characters are cool. This is interesting. And then what they was just the make one that the what was the one that happened? What was the one that happened to you recently with that? Where you were like, I text, first, yeah, I forget which um, one. It was. I feel like the Suicide Squad movie was one where it yes. really got me. Like the first act, I was like, no, you guys, what are no. you talking about? This is like a good movie. And then Eric was like, keep watching. Now I remember that was a legendary text. Keep watching, and I did, and I text back like. Wow. So it, it felt a little bit like that. <clears throat> the Rock is actively bad in this. I mean, like, the, what, what's The Rock good at? Being funny, personable, oh. playing off Kevin fucking Hart. That's what he does. So instead, they made him the Terminator, where he, like, doesn't understand the new world. And he's, like, he's, he's pretty much Drax, but not funny. And okay. it's really bad. And the action is, like, sometimes cool. Like, you know, there's definitely moments where I was like, <clears throat> oh, that actually looked really cool. Um, but there's also like straight up rubbery people, you know, shooting lasers. This is a skip. It's just a total skip. And guess what? He's getting his pink slip too, you guys. DC is not going to make another one of these. I guarantee it. Okay, um, Ryan, hit our music. All right, All right, here we go. It's time for... Our deep dive, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Overrated, underrated, or properly rated, okay? So here we go. Deep dive in it. Uh, Nothing to know on TV other than the fact that he was on Ballers, and obviously he was the people's champ. Hold on. I was just saying, are we we completely skipping, like, 90s WWE? Like, because that factors in. The people's champ, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Um, Yeah, but don't throw it in with billions. Like, that's not, I mean, that's not, that's apples and oranges. Mm -hmm. Ballers. (laughs) Or ballers, sorry. (laughs) Yes. So he's, he's one of the great wrestlers of all time. Rocky Maivia, Die Rocky Die, the corporate champion, the people's champion, so on and so forth. The Rock, okay? Love it. Uh, then he's like, you know what? I'm going to make movies. He starts with The Mummy Return, okay? Ooh, bad choice. Ooh, Known on. to be so the worst Jimbo's, CG Jimbo's, moment of all time. And he owns Jimbo's that. favorite franchise is The Mummy. It is. So, I love The Mummy. Hey, Brendan then, Fraser, let's bring it all together now. Okay, go. Then his big role as the Scorpion in The Mummy, The Scorpion. Right. Also bad. Then he was in The Rundown. Mm. Now we're like, oh, The Rock is a star. Oh, he's actually really, like, funny and charismatic. Probably his – let's go – I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Favorite movie. Probably his best film. Probably (laughs) his best film. That was the the biggest shock ever. Then he was in the movie Walking Tall. Also, like – that's good, too. Do you know what that has on Rotten Tomatoes? It has a twenty-six. Uh, also pretty good. Yeah, but it's an eh, no. Hold on, it's an old. It's an old movie. It doesn't count because that was before Rotten Tomatoes yep. existed. Exactly. Well, then he was in. Then he was in. Be cool. Shitty. Uh, then he was in. Then he was in Doom. 
We're still in 2005. In 2006, he was in Gridiron Gang and Southland Tales. Okay. In 2007, he was in The Game Plan. In mm-hmm. 2008, he was in Get Smart. Great uh, really bad. 2009, he was in You Race. shut your mouth. Get Smart, the spy movie? <laughs> yeah, with Steve Carell. It was great. All right, moving on. I, yeah, you just, don't, you just don't like Anne Hathaway. That's I really don't. Problem. 2009, he was in Race to Witch Mountain and Planet 51. Race to Witch Mountain at least has that great meme of him and the kids in the backseat. Oh, my God. That's funny. So anyway. Uh, 2010, he was in Tooth Fairy and Faster and the other guys. The other, the other guys, guys for like one very second. Small, small, <laughs> small role. Yeah. Uh, 2011, he was in Fast Five. Oh, now he's joined the big franchise. Uh, 2012, he was in Journey to the Mysterious Island. Trash. Uh, Never heard of it. It was, it was uh, Journey 2 because remember Journey to the Center of the Earth? Center of the it Earth. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rock yeah, yeah. in it to save it and it didn't work because the rock maybe sucked. uh 2013 he was in snitch gi joe um mm. pain and gain hey that actually fast... was pretty good pain and gain was pretty good he was also in fast and the furious six and empire state Jeez. five movies in one year work all bad all bad movies 2014 he was in hercules wow he is like the leader of failed franchises this is unbelievable they tried to launch a million franchises 2015, he was in Furious 7. He was yeah. also in San Andreas that year. Failed. That was, uh, who's the guy that does the big... Uh, hey, when's the one where movies? he's going to have, like, missing leg and he's going to have to escape, uh, like, a building that's Oh, yeah, down. the, the in, uh, Towering Inferno oh, or something geez, like that. Like the High Rise. Yeah, there it is. 2016, he was in Central Intelligence and Moana, his highest rated movie ever. Which, by the way, he was absolutely brilliant in. Like, he sang he everything. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, What can I say but say you're welcome? Oh, he's so good. More so. He was in Wolf Mother, The Fate of the Furious, (laughs) Baywalk, and Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. (laughs) Oh, the Jumanjis are really killing it. Yeah. So that's actually a franchise that he is succeeding in, by the way. So I got to give him credit. Okay. 2018, he was in um, Rampage, Big Meets Bigger. Failed. And Skyscraper. Skyscraper. Is that, that the one? It. Yeah. No, I don't know. Is it? Yep. Yeah, That's it. it. That's okay. the one. Okay. Then uh, he used his fake leg it. as like an extra boost to climb up the outside of the building. You guys yeah. yes. took it off. I mean, unbelievable. 2019, he makes his one and only uh, attempt to start a superhero franchise uh, in... Oh, wait. Never mind. He was just an executive producer of Shazam. Mm. But then he was in Fast and the Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. And then he was in Jumanji. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Jumanji, the next level. He takes a year off. How exactly. can he take a year now he's doing some better stuff. 2020, doesn't make a movie. 2021, Jungle Cruise. Uh, failed franchise. Uh, Red Notice. Failed franchise. And Actually, no, that's then, Netflix, and they're going to make another one. Red Notice 2. They lo- people love Red Notice, dude. They do. I don't know why. Yes. With Gal Gadot yes. and fucking... Ryan Reynolds, oh, right? It was so bad. I couldn't finish it. So bad. And then finally, he was in uh, Black Adam. Wow. And Black Adam has one of the weirdest Rotten Tomatoes scores that I've ever seen in my life. The critics have given it a 39, mm-hmm. and the audience has given it an 88. An 88. Wow, that's really, really Dude, high. So, I so gave it a 33, it, didn't I, when I texted or whatever? Yeah. I hated this it. This is an interesting... Let, let's just talk about how... Okay. Let's not do a deep dive, but Eric kicked off the deep dive, so let's go a little bit deeper. Let's talk about 
the conundrum of saying like, is the rock overrated? I think as an actor or performer of people that like maybe want some more serious material, I would say definitely overrated. But studios clearly don't think he's overrated because uh, I would say like 75% of the time he's making them a lot of money. Yeah. Like whether or not the the IP is marketable or like they can make toys or video games or all this other stuff or, you know, they can sell it to China. You know, I know that's another big like market thing. Like what's the European market look like? I don't think the studios view The Rock as like some liability. And that's why he was brought in to like rejuvenate the Fast and the Furious franchise. Which actually he did. I I think that worked. I agree. Vin Diesel was getting a little stale, maybe. And I'm again, this is this is from a a performance standpoint. I don't think The Rock is like this big, like on screen, like has to be seen. But the dude makes lots of money for studios. I tell you what, I would say I would say he's properly rated his dude. His huge body is definitely an asset. He looks like a superhero. He looks so fucking cool in his suit. It's like I appreciate like the Henry Cavill. The Chris Hemsworth, the Drax, Jason Momoa. John Cena. Well, yeah, Jason Momoa too, right? Like actually huge fucking dudes that look like a superhero. It's kind of like that help. I think that's cool. So he's got that. I mean, he looks fucking amazing. And then he just sucks, it, you know? So yeah, it is a bonus. But yeah, I, overall, dude, I, I have to say that he is probably a little bit overrated because he has killed a lot of franchises. When we look back, this, I mean, he, from the studio standpoint, dude. Do you want to start a franchise with him? Look at his track record with him. I don't know if I could say something more offensive about a movie star. And uh, a movie star that I liked before they were a movie star as the people's champ, the Brahma Bull, the Rock, right? The funniest wrestler ever. Right. Then the fact that I want you guys to guess how many Rock movies I've watched. You Oh, you two kept note as you were going through? <laughs> two. No. You... All time. I have watched one movie that the Rock is in. No. And it was no way. You've never seen any of the movies we went through? I've never seen any of these movies, and I don't have any interest in it because I don't know why. I don't care about anything this dude makes. Every movie he's in, every trailer I see of him looks like shit. Wow. He is not for me. I don't want to watch any of these movies. I have no regrets, and I don't what? know. No, I, I can't recommend a single one. But think about me. Who oh, stop it, stop it. I mean... I really wasted so much time. What dollar amount would I have to pay you to watch the rundown? Because it's oh, fantastic. the rundown's great. Um, not that much. Just rent I mean, it I'm, if it's cheap date, me. Ryan. All right, we'll rent it for him, dude. <laughs> Eric destroys a plastic or eviscerates let's, a plastic. Let's move on from the rock. Yeah, let's move on. He's he's overrated by a just more agree, amount than I can pay. Any I don't think there's a. I don't think there's any studio exec that's been in bed with the rock that it would be like, yeah, he's totally overrated. I think they would say he's rated exactly where he is, which is $100 million in my pocket every time we make a movie with him. $100 million to the Mountain Dew crowd. Exactly. What? That's exactly <laughs> his wheelhouse. That's who he's playing to. <laughs> he, he who, Eric, who watches wrestling, like professional wrestling, and then watch. And, then and the challenge. The and crowd. then is like, fuck the Mountain Dew crowd. Fuck those people. <laughs> that, that's you. You are the Mountain Dew crowd. We love Mountain Dew. <laughs> I do religiously watch the challenge and I am not a mountain. I, I take offense to that. But it is all right, guys, drinks. we have to go into a better late than never. And that is everything everywhere. All at once, Jim, you rented yes. it. What'd you? Th- oh my gosh. What a movie. Um, strange, weird, funny, 
goofy cheesy sometimes um i can see why it is getting the buzz that it's getting right for like you know best lead actress michelle yo from like you know she's been in all these movies um you could look her up she's got a bunch of shit she was like hidden dragon remember her way back in the day crouching tiger hidden dragon yeah crouching tiger yeah. references to that it is a goofy movie it is all over the place she's jumping universes tons of weird fight scenes um I enjoyed it. It definitely, it may be a little bit long. It's like over two hours. It could have been an hour and a half. I liked it. I, I can get why it's one of those movies that feels special and different, even if it's not like maybe on par with like the best productions that's getting all this attention. Um, I think it's definitely worth a watch. I hope it, I had to rent it. I hope it's streaming somewhere and you guys watch it because it is a madhouse. It's like really good. I, I enjoy the movie all the way. It's, it's so entertaining. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch it then because it's gonna win a bunch of awards. I feel like. What's your what's your what's your score? Um, 80, 87. 87. Hmm. It was that low? That's significantly lower. Yeah, I think that's lower than I was expecting. Yeah. Well, then you you know I want to hear your score. You watch it. It's good. It's definitely a wreck. It's a wreck. All right, guys. It is about that time. Uh, we're gonna be moving into our three watch, which has been. I don't know, about the best time that I've ever had doing a rewatch on this show. It's the best one. We, I mean, it's the best segment we've done. Yeah. So uh, here we go, guys. We're going to be watching. We're going to be talking about this one. In constant sorrow. We got three dudes. Let's go. I can't what repeat the wow. line because it's it's it, I can't even do it. There's too many like old fashioned terms, but we are the soggy bottom boys essentially. And if you want us to be black, we can be black. If you want us to be white, we can be white. We will sing for you. I love that song. Great song. And this is a really fun movie by the Coen Brothers. Who at this point we have now watched uh, what Fargo, uh, Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski, and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. I mean, they make absolutely bonkers movies different guys fun do. weird this movie is so strange uh it's peak prime um clooney like 2000s oh clooney. i've never seen somebody more handsome in a movie clooney is at the height of his powers at this yes. point john Turturro is awesome in this I think, movie is this after the the casino no this is before his heist movies right oceans stuff yeah yeah He's a legend yes. by then, so this is, yeah, he's killing it. He's killing it. This movie, I just remembered liking this movie. I knew what it was about. I knew the plot. I knew what was going to happen, but I just haven't watched it in so long, as is the case with a lot of these movies. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I guess I just forgot. In, in, a re- in a reversal of fortune, this was a movie I had not seen, but Eric oh, had. I guess, yeah. Yes, that I cannot wait for Ryan's take on this. It's never happened on this, ever. It's never happened. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's ever happened. So this movie is a lot of fun. Um, I I guess I forgot just how weird it is. Um, Like the beginning of it, especially their escape to start the movie and all of the weird, strange encounters that they end up on um, after that. I think this was like as bizarre of a, a, a start to a movie as it gets, but I love the combination of the three of them. I had remembered them being brothers, but they are just brothers in arms. They've just been through a bunch of things together mm-hmm. and their shared experiences make them as close as a family could ever be. And I think I really liked that part of the movie. Ryan, what were your initial reactions to uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Okay, so let's go. I'll go positive and then negative. Mm-hmm. Positive, I enjoy 
the vibe of a Coen Brothers yarn, if you will. There you go. And I feel like it's I feel like right? this. Um, it, it it was like putting on a warm sweater where you know. <laughs> it, I'm serious. Yeah. Like you know what you're gonna get. You you know like this is gonna have some twists. There's gonna be some turns. There's gonna be hard lefts. There's gonna be something's coming. Right. You know that there's gonna be someone, some sort of like betrayal or mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, come to find out it was that there's never any treasure. Right. But that wasn't even the biggest reveal. So it was kind of like a, a, a you know, a, a, like a throwing a change up at the viewer, you know, and you thought you were going to see the thing, but that wasn't quite it. And um, I thought George Clooney was the worst actor of the three. Really? And I know Clooney, Clooney had the star power, but I think he was outacted by John Turturro and your guy, you know, Tim Blake Nelson, yeah. Jimbo. So, um, John Turturro but it's also is especially funny. good in this. Like he, it's, whatever it's character also really he funny. chose weird choices to be like always serious and kind of mad and like weird, but he was so perfect in it. He owned it. And his last name was Hogwallop, which was oh, fantastic. I know. And then, like, um, that was great. There's let me, the other, the one other thing I wanted to point out was that having done this three watch and then having done Nolan previously to this, it's really funny to see. I don't think you realize the troop of actors that a lot of these directors have carried with them. Go, go, go. And it's, it's kind of funny that, I mean, you know, we kind of joke about like, Oh, Cillian Murphy is in another Nolan movie. What a surprise. And that was probably the most obvious one, but like, you know, to see John Goodman yep. in the next Coen Brothers project. The very next maybe one he's he in it again. For, Like three people are in the um, very next movie. They made. John Turturro, like, you know, and then like, you know, we're going to get Josh Brolin, um, you know, eventually in this, who also was in with um, not Fincher, but uh, Denis. Yeah. So like, like there's so much crossover with this. It's kind of funny. My favorite thing is that Roger Deakins is literally the director of photography for Roger Deakins. Insane. That was another name that popped up. That was so crazy. Every time I it's like, this yeah, movie was great. He, like these are his like three favorite directors and they just work together. It just happened like that. It's such a like incestuous, like small group. Um, it's, it is kind of funny that they all kind of team up and some of the best actors and actresses pair up with the same best directors. And it's no coincidence that they continue to, to work together. So I thought this was like a fun little tale. I also thought it was a poor man's big Lebowski in, yeah. in the, in the weaving of the, of the yarn, if you will. Um, but overall, I thought it was funny. I thought there were uh, significantly like good laugh out loud parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also some dark shit that was like, oh yeah. Remember when we used to chain people up by their thighs and make them break rocks with a hammer? Like that shit's really, really fucked up. Yeah. No kidding. Um, so anyway, good, good film. So my, t- my takeaway is like, it felt like this, like, you know, series of, of big moments, right? Like, you know, scene to scene, they're getting in all these different misadventures. And I'm curious, like, do you think that the radio scene the George Nelson bank robbery scene, the sirens, right? The Cyclops with George Clooney or the KKK scene was like most iconic. I'm just curious. Cause like these are so the, memorable. Like, the, you could see the movie once. And I really think you'd remember at least four of those scenes forever. I think the KKK scene, number one. And then I think the sirens one, number two, cause they had the, lo- the like the biggest impact. The song. Yeah. The it really changed the plot, right? Like one guy went missing after it. I, well, and then I like, mean, obviously, like the sirens scene where they first record Soggy Bottom, yeah, like shit is huge. Maybe one, huge. but I mean, yeah. dude, I, I just feel like 
the movie to me didn't impress me as much as I remember. Um, my score maybe will be a little bit lower than what I thought it would be because it's just kind of like kind of long and the ending was like kind of confusing with this wife who wanted him or didn't want him. And that was the point, but ultimately a fun ride. So I'll, I'll be, and you guys think the, the coincidental, you know, and I know this was, this was a plot mechanism, like a story mechanism of like the coincidence of like, Oh, this thing happened and it got you out of that sticky situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had talked about flooding this Valley forever. Right. So like, no, I know, but I'm talking about just other things in general. When he's like, oh, yeah, by my count, they won't be caught up to us within, like, two to three days, you know. And then, like, this car comes over the hill, and it's this bank robber and and all that stuff. So, like, I think, like, the coincidences became a little bit tired after a while. Yeah. Um, Oh, it was very silly. Dude, I have a note here. Had such an interesting tone, almost cartoony. Like, they weren't really worried about reality, time, distance. uh, Well, and, and sorry, Eric, I'll let you go after this. I think the... The problem with the movie's reception at the time was they had done Fargo and The Big Lebowski and Raising Arizona prior to that, Mm -hmm. that there was some serious tones to some of those movies that was, they kind of threw out the baby with the bathwater with, oh brother, we're out there. And and like you said, they made it very cartoonish on purpose. And I think that hurt them. I think they went a little bit too far in that, but I felt like the, the, the tale itself was pretty good. I think that the best moment of this movie is when they find out that they're like a famous act in the South. Right. And that they perform their song again in front of the crowd and the people love it. I do. I think I mean, that's, that's a wonderful scene. And the governor is right there to pardon them. So then that works out. Yeah. Um, what a great part that is. And it like goes um, on and on and on. And there's two more endings. Yeah. I, I think that my problem with the Coen brothers on this rewatch, <gasps> it's not that I don't like the Coen brothers. Well, I don't like these I've liked all three movies, but I think my problem is, is just the, the like weight of Coen brother movies is so little, like the stories are so small. Mm. And I understand that's why a lot of people like them. Cause it's like refreshing. Like yeah. they're the opposite side of the spectrum of like the Avengers. Like, of course, nothing yeah. is yeah. important in any of these movies. These are just like individual people's trials and, you know, like the, the adventures of individuals pretty much is what their movies are about. And so I get that they just seem bizarre because of like the lack of weight in any of these movies. The Big Lebowski was about like a misunderstanding nothing. and someone peed on someone's rug. It was about I mean, nothing. there was a kidnapping. Uh, Fargo, like then, seven people died. I don't even think people called the police in, in Big Lebowski. Excuse me. Uh, that rug really tied the room together, did it not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the rug. And, that movie and, was and about Fargo, nothing, and that's that's fine. That was big at the time. Fargo, again, like, it was, I guess it was a, a police case, and, like, some people died, I guess, but, like, I don't know. It's just, like, the drama of the movies is so understated. They played down the drama on purpose. They played down the drama so much. I love it. That I love it the like, tone. It's, to it's me, Ryan, that's the warm sweater, man. That's the warm sweater effect. I love, love, love the Coen brothers. I get it. The Coen brothers downplay the drama so much that it's... It's disarming when you watch it yeah. feels like foreign Big happen and they slide by them and that's surprising yeah. and it's fun it is and so i i like it i don't know if it makes them my favorite by any means but i do like it, it they feel like they are making their own movies and they feel like they're copying no one yeah and i know that they are because because movie making is all about you know 
like emulating your idols and the movies that you grew up loving and the movies that inspired you. But I can't tell with them where mm. I can tell with everybody else. Ooh. And so I do feel like they're creating something so unique. And I think that's my favorite part of the Coen brothers, but I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite type of, and so I did like this movie. I think I probably like you liked it a little less than I thought I would. My score for this would be an 80. An 80. Okay. All right. Ryan, what do you got? Well, I, I would, I totally concur with Eric on scale of the overall tale. And maybe that is a, maybe that's a fault um, of the Coen brothers subject matter, if you will. I don't know. It's kind of hard to fault them for picking these topics that continually do pretty well overall um having never seen it before um i would like to watch it again i think that there might be some things that i caught that were really good um there were also some things that i caught while i was watching it that were really bad which was like george clooney's mustache was um (laughs) there and then not there Mm. in the same scene and then there again later oh my god and it was like did you notice that i don't know were those no were those like reshoots and it was kind of maybe it was a shadow. I don't know. It looked really bad. Um, I also think that, like again, like I said, John Turturro and Tim Blake Nelson. I thought their accents were a part of their character, and I felt like Clooney was a guy playing yeah. a guy with an accent. Like it, he was trying really hard, and I he try. I also thought that the scenes when they started singing was so jarringly different from their regular voices. <laughs> it yeah, didn't really make sense. That. Yeah. No, I. You know what I mean. Like I understand. They had to have like, really, they, a it, really it good band make that an iconic song. Yeah, for oh. sure. So with all that in mind, um, I'm going like 81, oh. um, slightly lower than Eric. And I don't. I I really wanted to it's like okay. it. I think. I think if I watched it. I think if I watched it again, I might give it a higher score. But just on the initial stuff, I. I. It's an 81. It's all good. The Coens ain't gonna win this round. It's no big deal. I'm gonna give it a 90. Uh, that's a low score for a Coen Brothers movie for me. Um, obviously worth watching iconic Can't, the soundtrack was amazing you just like go ask your amazon i think, I think that's some, some jimbo so happy, but um yeah that, that comes with, that comes with some jimbo cohen brothers like bonus tax of like a plus five no matter what um yeah because i smile when i watch it and guess what the the john goodman part is so perfect and he's so great as like the cyclops um you know the whole movie's like based off this homer's odyssey and uh, yeah there's the sirens and the yeah. whole thing, but like, dude, John, I mean, that part kills. So. John Goodman. Love it. Goodman's awesome. All right, guys, the last part of our three watch round three is going to be Denise Arrival, a movie that mm-hmm. I've never watched. It's pretty recent. It's it's kind of interesting that we're comparing different generations of movie makers yeah. and their movies along the way. Um, I actually think it's kind of fun to do that and see um, like our, is someone who's doing it great in the present as good as people in the past who we all, uh, you know, think are the best. And so it's a good test. We had fight club in this round. We had, Oh brother, where art thou? And we'll finish up round three with arrival. So check out arrival with us this week. It should be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be interesting for who comes in second. Yes. <laughs> but the, who comes in second is huge in the end game. Yeah. It is. It is. All right, guys, that is it. That's all the time we have. Hopefully your guys' holidays are amazing. And uh, hopefully you guys share the Nordies podcast or at least our takes with some of your family as you're sitting down to your holiday meals. Um, go back, check out our sports cast this week. It was awesome. We broke down the historic Vikings comeback victory. We talked about the World Cup final, the Timberwolves, the Wild, the Twins, etc. So check that out. And otherwise... Have a great holiday season. Have a great long weekend, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast.